Chelsea lose 4-1 at home to the Bees. Wow, this is this is an absolute shocker, uh, to say the least. Uh, yes, I said that correctly. Chelsea dropped not, not only one point, if they were going to get a drop, but three points against Brentford. Brentford, a team that... A team that is fighting for their lives. Well, not anymore after they beat Chelsea. But now Chelsea is going to be fighting for their lives because top three is not secure any longer. My name is Josh. I welcome you to another episode of the Talking Blues podcast. We're going to talk all about this. Maybe a little World Cup at the end. Uh, U.S. Men's National Team. Let's go USA. Uh, They are in it. We'll talk about that and how them and England being in the same group. That's going to be a fun one. Um, but anyway, Chelsea, Chelsea first This is Chelsea podcast. Josh here with my co-host Alex. It's been a while since our last episode because of the international break. Um, and I'm coming in with all the energy. Alex is going to be coming in with all the emotion. So I'm going to send it to him and I'm going to send it to him now. Alex, how are you? I'm doing well. It certainly was an emotional day. Uh, not really all jokes aside, uh, obviously disappointing, but not like crazy disappointing. If that makes any sense. It was certainly like weird. It was, you know, it started off well with that Rudiger banger. I don't even know what I I want to say. I said it multiple numerous times on this podcast. One of these time one of these days, one of those crazy outlandish shots that he takes from 50 yards away is going to go in. And sure enough, and it looked it like he in. was having it from the first half too. I remember he had one of those late in the first half as well, uh, and it went left of the goal. So, I mean, it wasn't like yeah. the first time he shot that in the day. He did it already yeah. in that match, and then that one happens to go in. Yeah, so it was certainly, you know, kind of like a, a crazy thing that happened, and I was all excited. I was jumping up and down, um, if you can imagine that. And it was it was exciting. And then how many minutes later was it? Let's see. Here, I have it. How many minutes? It was two Don't minutes worry. later. Oh, okay. It felt like 10 seconds later, but two minutes later. <laughs> They come down and score and it's one all and you're thinking, okay, you know, we weren't really focused. We were all still going crazy over Rudiger's goal. It's fine. We'll get back in this four minutes later. Erickson scores. Now we're down to one six minutes after that. Uh, they score again. And then obviously it's three one. We're in a deep hole. Kai Havertz scores kind of, but then it's ruled offside slash handball slash a whole bunch of things wrong. And then obviously they score again in the 87th minute to make it 4 1. Timo Werner. A, I'm it saying was a it right now. How is Timo Werner is not responsible no, for defending. No. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Awful backline. We can get to that. But of course, when the man plays bad, I got to shout him out. Timo Werner. Poor performance up front today for Chelsea. When it he was, happens, he you got to call a, it out. When it happens, you got to call it out. He did well in international break. I believe he scored a goal or two. No. What's that? That was Havertz. I th- I'm thinking of. Uh, Werner played well German, over international, but he probably break. also I watched, played. I forget well. what Germany. No, game, I mean Timo yeah, Werner is normally well. good. He just wasn't good, uh, you know, in his uh, few weeks, a few months after he signed with Chelsea. So I made fun of him then. Played very well for a long stretch, but it's coming back around for Timo Werner. Did not play well at all today. Didn't contribute to any goals. I'll tell you that much. And um, you know, was poor along with all the other Chelsea players on the pitch today. But yeah, this back line. Terrible, terrible. Uh, Alon slow, showing how slow he really is, as Alex loves the freaking nickname. Now I'm You know what's it. funny? He wasn't even that bad today, funny enough. Like, he wasn't okay, terrible. So then who are, your, who are your guys in the back line that you're calling out right now? 
I'm not really calling out a specific player. It's just all together. We were unorganized at the back. That was really it. It's not like, you know, there wasn't, it was just miscommunication. It felt like just disorganization chaos back there. I wouldn't say it was like on one person. It was more the group effort in all was not good enough. Uh, So I'm not really going to call out a specific individual, but you know, I wouldn't say I was actually going to say Marcus Alonso before he obviously got taken off pretty early. I forget maybe like early second half, something like that right after they made it 2-1, I believe, uh, he was decent. Like, he didn't do anything terrible, and he didn't do anything great, but, you know, he was average. So I was actually somewhat, like, okay with how he played today. Uh, and in a back four, too, which is not his, you know, natural position. So decent from him today, but uh, in general, our back line was not good enough. Um, and in the midfield, we just weren't able to move the ball quick enough. And they were stat, you know, we were just too stagnant. Kai Havertz couldn't really get on the ball. Ziek didn't get into into any good positions. And whenever Timo Werner got the ball, he was facing his own goal uh, instead of you know running at defenders. And in general, Timo Werner just doesn't work on a team that's possession heavy like Chelsea. We obviously had seventy one percent of the ball, I believe. You know, it's hard for Are you him. Taking my match stats right now, Alex. Yeah, sorry, sorry <laughs> about that. Um, it's hard for him to play with his back to goal. Uh, and I think that's really the problem with him. Uh, you know, on a team such as like Leicester, uh, kind of in that Jamie Vardy role, I feel like Timo Werner would be so good. But it's just, it's something about Chelsea and just how we play that doesn't fit. Similar to how Lukaku is not really working out right now. It's it's very similar to that. Um, except obviously Timo Werner didn't come out and bash the club and say he wants to return to Leipzig. So I guess there's a different there uh, difference there. But I was kind of surprised that Tuchel didn't bring in Lukaku sooner in this game or even start him uh, because, you know, Brentford were sitting pretty deep and, you know, we were hitting long balls because they were pressing us quite often. Uh, yeah, so we were hitting were, long were, balls over the top and that's really what Lukaku's good at. So I was surprised that uh, Tuchel didn't bring him in earlier, uh, possibly even at halftime. A bunch of press, even from the beginning of this match. And someone also you, I think you have to talk about is Edward Mendy. Um, he did not play up to the levels of very high uh, high performance, I, I would say. Or like The way we value him is very high on this team uh, because of how many clean sheets that this guy has. The amount of athletic and beautiful saves he makes, uh, you know, with every five matches or every match for, for that matter. Um, is unique and it's something that only a few key, only a few keepers in the world can do. And today it just wasn't his day along with, like you said, Alex, the entire Chelsea squad. I want to know how many texts did you get today from our friends who were soccer fan? I got, I got, I got two. Um, I got one. I didn't, did you get, I didn't any? get, well, I didn't get any right away. I was there, the, you know, I was taking the ACT this morning. So that was a fun, it's a standardized test. I don't know where they have it, but uh, <laughs> if you're in the US, you definitely know what it is, but not fun. So I wasn't able to watch the game live. So I kind of shut off my phone and tried to not get spoiled because I get like really upset when people spoil me. Uh, I didn't like, really, spoil really you, angry. by the way. Yeah, I know. I was so mad at you. Um, I didn't spoil you, by no, the way. you did. Because you said you texted me WTF happened like in reference to Chelsea. And that obviously never is a good thing. It, it's not like what, you know, what well, the- it's cause I wasn't watching either because I had, I had, um, what I, I had to go to the city. I had to go to New York city today 
Um, because now you're just like, you're taking the ACT gun ready for college. I went to a college info session today. So like, I just saw the score. I got the notification of the final score. Cause I watched the first half. I was like, Oh, sorry. We got this. It's a Thomas Tuchel masterclass zero zero. We're going to get this one done. He's, he's about to get, you know, make a halftime substitution. We'll get the goal. And then I see the scoreline four one. I thought it was four one Chelsea. And then I highlight on it. It says four one freaking Brentford. And I go, what? And I text Alex immediately. That's that's what happened. So I got a text today from and then and then Peter spoiled me too. So what did Peter Peter actually say? No, Peter said to me. I was I said to him. By the way, for anyone who's a new listener, Peter's not joining us uh, today. He's our third co-host here on the Talking Boost podcast. He said, "Reach out to him, check on him, see if he's okay." Yeah, seriously, he's nowhere to be found right now. He texted me, did you watch the game? Because obviously I usually like text him about stuff that Uh happens and Uh rage and stuff. And I said, I'm watching it now. I was taking the ACT in the morning. And he said, I just got back from my game. He had an actual game he was playing. And I'm not going to watch it because I don't want to see that. So obviously he doesn't want to see something that's bad. Okay, that's worse Uh, than me. I didn't even, because you realize I could say WTF happened. Like it could have been 5-0. We won. You never know. Yeah, but that wouldn't have been a WTF. You like that wouldn't have happened that way. It holy would, it's shit, always something go. negative. It would have been something you negative. You would have been like, holy shit, let's go type of text in all caps. Yeah, you would have been like Tuchel Masterclass or something or <laughs> something like so that. So anyway, you know? I so alluding to that text, I got a text from a, our friend Toby, who's a Byron fan. Oh my god, freaking oh, um but anyway, if you want to check him out, we do a Knicks podcast, the New York Knicks, t- uh, the city that never sleeps. So um that's so you'll get the name from you can match the name to the words um to the voice but he texted me saying chelsea are in the mud like i was like still be we'll still be buying and we're a different breed in the champions league and he's like okay have fun dreaming that and i was like you too bud i can take it and then um our friend liam sent me who's a liverpool fan for god's sake sent me a picture of the score like i didn't know like sent me a picture of like the google like 4-1 and i was like thanks for the update like, thank you. Like, I didn't know the scoreline. So, you know, and, and of course, Liverpool's fighting for that number one spot. And they're still very, they can still very well finish number one in the Premier League this season, which is crazy to me. Because uh, I felt like Man City just really had it in their bag and now they don't. And Alex, I swear, if Arsenal leapfrogs us and finishes third in the Premier League at the end of this season, the amount of rage I will have is absurd. Right and the amount of shit we're going to endure. The, is we're clear be by five. We're clear by five points. If the, they got a game in hand, though. Arsenal win over Chelsea and finish third, I'm going to lose my mind. But anyway, I think that's enough for now. Let's go to the let's go to the match stats. 21-17 shots. Chelsea led that. Uh, shots on target, same thing. 8-6. Chelsea led that as well. Like Alex is talking about 71% of possession went to Chelsea, 29% to Brentford. 641 passes to 260, I assume you know who led that, Chelsea. Pass all around, but no goals. Uh, 90% pass accuracy to 71%. Chelsea led that as well. 11 to 7 in shots. Chelsea led that. Chelsea lead in everything, basically? Yes. Corners, too. Uh, 12 to 7 in corners. So now the current Premier League table, Man City in first with 73 points. I'm recording this Saturday night to give you context. Second, uh, Liverpool, 72 points. And in third, Chelsea, 59 points. In fourth, Arsenal, 54 points. And then for Brentford, 
they sit uh, actually cleanly in 14th with 33 points. So good for them for getting out of really relegation. Were they in there at all, like the 17th, 18th, 19th, or 20th spots at any at any point this season, or they were never really worried? I feel like they might have been, but I don't know. I don't I don't check that far down the table. No. But soon we may be down there if we don't yeah, start probably. performing. <laughs> if if Roman's still getting sanctioned and uh, not able to give up his role as Chelsea owner anytime soon, then yeah, we might be. You know, if we're not able to sell or receive any players, then that might be the case. Alex, do you want to do the um, player ratings? No, that's too depressing today. <laughs> I just want to see who's the lowest player rating because I do. I mean, you could like, player. why don't you just read them off? Because I'm not going to guess. Because all right, we'll like, just read them off. Okay. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to run fast then. I'm going through it. Edward Mendy got a 4 out of 10. Cesar Azpilicueta got a 5 out of 10. Tiago Silva got a 5.5 out of 10. Antonio Rudiger, 7.5 out of 10. This is from Absolute Chelsea Sports Illustrated, by the way. Marcus Alonso, 5 out of 10. Angolo Conte, 6.5 out of 10. Ruben Lasse-Chic, a 7 out of 10. Mason Mount, a 6.5 out of 10. Akeem Ziyech, a 7 out of 10. Timo Werner, four and a half out of 10 or four and a half out of 10. What am I giving him more credit than he actually got? Um, Kai Havertz, five out of 10. And then moving to the bench, Reese James, a six out of 10. Mateo Kovacic, a six and a half out of 10. And Romelu, big man Lukaku, a six out of 10. All right. That's going to do it for your Chelsea player ratings. You want to talk a little World Cup, Alex, uh, as we wrap this one up? Just kind of go yes. through the groups as we got the draw the a couple days ago. Yeah, I actually think let's just talk about like the group that the U.S. and England are in because I assume most of our listeners are, are from those two <laughs> areas. Well, we should also um, we should say the entirety of the groups though, and then we can focus on one thing, or we can talk about what groups we like the most if you want to do or think just are going to be go good. through the groups. It's not that difficult. Go through the groups and then based on, and then we could talk about the U.S. and in England group. All right, I'll just do it. Um, World Cup uh, Group A is Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, and the Netherlands. World Cup Group B, and Alex, you let me know if I'm doing any of this wrong. Is England uh, Group B is England, Iran, USA, and then it's going to be one of the playing games between Wales, Ukraine, and Scotland, I believe. Group C is Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. Group D is France. One of the play-in teams, which is, uh, let's see, Australia, United Arab Emirates. Oh, who's the third one? P-E. P-E-R. What is it? P-E-R. No idea. All right. Well, Sorry. If you could check that, that would be great. Okay, I'll Denmark check that, yeah. and... Tunisia, um, or is it? Oh no, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get really flacked for that. Did you hear the way I just said Tunisia? That? Tunisia. Tunisia. Okay, I said that right. Tunisia, or is it Tunisia? Oh no. Anyway, <laughs> what what is per though? Like I'm I'm. I don't know. Okay, you you're putting me on the spot here. Well, this is you. You're like a geography buff. You should know this. I am a geography wizard. Um. It's the Intercontinental Playoff 1. What are we even doing right now? Oh, it's Peru. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. Okay, I was going to say Peru. I want to make that clear. I was going to say Peru, but then I want to get yelled at by you. And then, it, and then it's Costa Rica, You get to Zealand. Peru, by the way. That's a, that's a flack on you. 
that is the flack on me. I'm sorry. I just was thinking because I thought it was only Asia in like Australia area. Or okay. Like a, so let's go to yeah. World Cup Group E now. Spain, CRC. Oh no. Costa Rica. Costa Rica or NZ, New Zealand. I gotta yeah. assume. Germany and Japan. Group F, Belgium, Canada, Morocco, Croatia. Group G, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon. Group H, Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, South Korea. Is that all of them? That's all of them. Okay. Yeah, there's only eight. Yeah. So um, that is your World Cup cruise with some bad pronunciation of some countries. And with that, now we can transition to group uh, World Cup Group B and based, like you said, on the people who listen and where they listen, it's probably either United States or England where you're probably listening. But if you're from other countries, please let us know uh, on those five-star reviews in Apple Podcasts or on Twitter at the Talking Blues Pod what country you're listening from or Ireland or wherever you are. That would be great. Um, we'd love to know that. So let's talk about it, Alex. Um, but we're going to talk about this now from a U.S. men's national team perspective of a fan from from you know the United States. As a USA fan... What are your thoughts on the results of this draw getting uh, drawn with England, Iran, and one of the playing teams in Wales, Ukraine, or Scotland? I am optimistic. I'm cautiously optimistic. I think we can get three points from Iran. I think we can beat them. I think we could possibly get a point (laughs) from England if we're lucky. There is absolutely no way, but continue. England are known. Anyone who's watches England, yes, know I know the they world. choke, but they've that's been not... won since what 1966. Yes, I'm, but I'm, I'm all right. Alex, the U.S. haven't been to the World Cup in the last eight years, or is it more now? Uh, yeah, it's been eight years. What 2014 yeah. was the last one? So, <laughs> all right, we can don't, talk don't about bring up winning. Bad At least they made it. At least they made it. We've got the LeBron James of soccer. Okay. He's a phenom, all right? We I don't think, I we, think can, we can get no, let me, let, let, here, This is how I look at it, right? I'll let you let me let me do Yeah, let me do the games here. I think what what, what order is it in? It's in UK, it's Ukraine, uh, Scotland or Wales. I think Wales is going to advance. I think we tie Wales. I think we can draw with them. So that's one point. I think we Lose to England. I think you're right. That's still one point. And I think we beat Iran. So I think we get four points. Is four points enough to get out of the group? I don't think Iran gets any points. I think they're going to get zero points. And I think Wales will get four points as well. So it's going to be about the uh, differential there. So I think we could sneak in. But it's going to be tough. I don't think it's a given that we get through. That's for sure. Because I think Wales is a good side. Well, everyone's saying that, you know, th- this U.S. Uh, 2022 World Cup is just uh, just the beginning because it's supposed to be all happening in 2026, which I don't know how you can look that far in advance. I mean, I get we're home. It's going to be in the United States, but like... I'm so excited for that. I'm so excited. I'm going to go to as many games as possible. So many. <laughs> and I'm going to be broke after. <laughs> it's in four years, Alex. I'm planning. I'm already planning. But no, everyone, but I feel like all the U.S. fans are like, oh, yeah, the, you know, 2026, we're going to be stacked. I mean, I know they have a lot of young players, but 
How are you already preparing for uh, it's crazy. We'll be better in 2026, but I don't think we're going to be like amazing. Well, anyway, we're looking forward to it. Um, and we don't want to go anything too crazy lengthwise. And I know we're past 20 minutes at this point and you don't want to hear our voices any longer, nor do I want to hear myself or Alex's. So with that, <laughs> you can go subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. If you want to find out most places to listen to the podcast, go to shipitstudios.com slash talking blues. You can um, rate us five stars. We really appreciate those five stars uh, ratings on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Follow us on Twitter at Talking Blues Pod. We are also on TikTok as well, Talking Blues Pod. Alex on Twitter at Annoying23. I'm on Twitter at JoshSolo29. And with that, thank you so much for listening to this unfortunate loss, a 4-1 defeat for Chelsea. But we're still here talking about it, so we appreciate you joining uh, and listening in. Big match midweek. Chelsea, Real Madrid, uh, the UEFA Champions League quarterfinal. If this is any, um, I guess, what was what, the word I'm looking for? If this is any like pre-showing to what we're going to see on Wednesday, I don't even want to turn on my TV. But I hope it's not. I hope they, you know, come back and they play way better than they did because they're going to have to in order to be the side that's Real Madrid. So uh, Wednesday midweek, expect an episode, I would say midweek, uh, if not later in the week, about reaction to that. For now, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Peace. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.